This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Brother Joseph, how are you doing tonight? I'm blessed. You ready to roll? Yes, sir. Okay, praise the Lord. Everybody, I'm excited to be back here. Today is uh, Monday, January 22nd, 2024, with Evangelist Joseph Ferrara. He's going to serve up some fresh bread of the Word of God. Brother Joseph, you want to open us in prayer? Sure. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another opportunity to preach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord, that changes lives forever, for eternity. Lord, I pray for the audience tonight. I want them to know that Jesus loves them and died for everyone on the cross and paid for their sins already. Father, all people have to do is believe and receive and their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life Lord, God has a plan for their lives. God wants to use them mightily in the kingdom of God. The Lord has a kingdom, and this kingdom will take over the whole world someday. The kingdom of God, the kingdoms of the earth. I thank God tonight that we can come together in unity. God commands the blessing in unity, and uh, it says that it's like... uh, Fresh oil coming down Aaron's beard. That was a priest with Moses. And uh, we just honor him tonight. We honor Jesus uh, that suffered so greatly for us and paid for our sins. And not only uh, suffered for our sins, but the passion that he had for us. The great love that he had for us. And that he uh, persevered 
The Bible says in Revelation, he prevailed. He prevailed. There's prevailing prayer. You have to keep praying. Don't give up. Keep praying. That's prevailing prayer. Well, the Lord Jesus prevailed to go to the cross, and he finished the work that the Father had for him to do. It says that in the book of Revelation, he prevailed. And we honor him tonight. We worship him now. And we thank God that God has a heart close to orphans. Orphans. And so we pray for orphans tonight. All over the world, we pray that the Lord Jesus, we ask you to help them and meet their needs and send people to help them to grow and to uh, preach the gospel to them and uh, get them ready for life, Lord, the orphans of the earth. Lord, we thank you that uh, they need support, Lord. And we thank you also for the widows in the church that you will meet their needs tonight, Lord, in Jesus' name. And uh, we pray for the church of Jesus Christ tonight that will be alert and uh, the Lord has a plan for a great awakening and remember that he's the Lord of the harvest and we pray that you will send laborers into the harvest field for truly the harvest is great and the laborers are few. We praise you Jesus, wonderful Savior. We praise you Jesus, wonderful Savior. We continue to pray for revival all over the world, that you will move to the United States. We need it in this nation. Lord, this nation has gone away from God in many ways, and it's no good. This used to be a nation of righteousness, but this nation has gone away from God in many ways. So we pray that they return Return unto God and repent and do the first works that they were doing. Lord, we pray for backsliders. We pray for backsliders to come back to Christ tonight, that you will put a hook in their jaw. And we continue to pray for the sick, the sick and afflicted tonight that need a touch from you, Lord. You know when you're sick? When you're really sick, you just need a touch of kindness. And God's mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So we join tonight and pray for the sick and afflicted. All you that are sick and afflicted that hear me, reach out to the Lord as I'm preaching tonight. Because the Holy Spirit is going to cover where you are. As far as this word will go, the Holy Spirit will be there and uh, ask the Lord to minister to you and to heal you in the name of Jesus. We pray now as we get ready to deliver this message that the river will flow. We pray for the river to flow tonight. We pray that people will get in and they will receive their blessing tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, there's many people 
that have gone away from you. And I pray that this message tonight that you're saying will bring them back. Will bring them back, O Lord God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm in Samuel. I'm in the second uh, chapter uh, of Samuel. Excuse me. The second book of Samuel. Chapter 11. This is about King David. King David loved God. The title of this message tonight is A Man After God's Heart. King David grew up worshiping God. He had many brothers, and uh, in their culture, the youngest one took care of the sheep. And they were all grown and you know the battle, you know the battle that his brothers were in, and you know that uh, David was out taking care of the sheep, and he was worshiping God. He loved music, he made an instrument, and he was out there worshiping God, taking care of the sheep, and he delivered the sheep by killing a, a bear and a lion with his own hands anointed of God. There's no man that could have the strength to do that in his natural strength. But God strengthened David, and David killed the bear and the lion with his bare hands. He was out there, and God was preparing him to be king. And uh, he loved God, a man after God's heart. Second Samuel, the second book of Samuel, chapter 11, we look at what happened to David. David had a problem with women. And uh, here we see, and it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when kings go forth to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, they destroyed the children of Ammon, besieged Rabbah, but David tarried still at Jerusalem. David should have been out in battle. And it came to pass in an even time that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers and took her. And she came in unto him, talking about having intercourse, sex, and he lay with her, and for she was purified for, from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her house. Married woman, David commits adultery. King David, like he didn't have enough, but his eyes and his heart got him in trouble. He had a problem with lust, lustful women like many men do. 
and uh, many women also. And uh, so we see here that the woman conceived. She was pregnant. She had a child and sent and told David and said, I am with child. And David sent to Johab saying, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent unto Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, David demanded of him how Joab did and how the people did and how the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, go down to thy house and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house and there followed him a mess of meat from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord and went not down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down unto his house, David said unto Uriah, Came thou not from thy journey? Why then did you not go down into your house? Uriah said unto David, The ark and Israel and Judah abide in tents. And my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open fields. Shall I then go into my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As thou livest and as thy soul liveth, I will not do this thing. David said to Uriah, Tarry here today also, and tomorrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day and the morrow. And when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his Lord, but went not down to his house came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle and retire ye from him that he may be smitten and die. This is her husband. The husband of the wife that he had committed adultery with. This is King David, a man after God's heart. Right now, his heart is darkened. His mind is darkened with bad things. And uh, he's getting these things out of his way. You see, when you commit such a sin, then you have to commit other sins. And sometimes it doesn't stop. And uh, we're going to see right now uh, what happens. Verse 16. It came to pass when Joab observed the city that he assigned Uriah into a place where he knew that valiant men were. He was out in the front lines of the battle. He was out in front line combat. 
where mighty men and valiant men lose their lives. And the men of the city went out and fought with Joab. There fell some of the people of the servants of David, and Uriah the Hittite died also. And Uriah the Hittite died also. Her husband, she is pregnant, having a child. David says to one of his servants, send them out to the hottest part of the battle. And David's heart was full of murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. So we see here David, King David, the king of Israel, a man after God's heart, have broken two of the commandments. Joab sent and told David all the things concerning the war and charged the messenger, saying, When thou hast made an end of telling the matters of the war unto the king, and if so, be that the king's wrath arise, and he say unto thee, Wherefore approached you also so nigh unto the city? When you did fight, knew you not that they would shoot from the wall? Who smote Abimelech, the son of Jerubbabesheth? Did not a woman cast a piece of a millstone upon him from the wall, that he died in Tabez? Why went you nigh the wall? Then say they, Thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went and came and showed David all that Joab had sent him for. And the messenger said unto David, Surely the men prevailed against us, and came out unto us into the field. And we were upon them even unto the entering of the gate. And the shooters shot from off the wall upon thy servants. Some of the king's servants be dead. And thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. A faithful man to the king. A soldier that was obedient unto death that died for Israel, uh, died for the, from the orders of King David. Then David said unto the messenger, Thus shalt thou say unto Joab, Let not this thing displease thee, for the sword devoureth one as well as another. Make thy battle more strong against the city, and overthrow it, and encourage thou him. And when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she mourned for her husband. And when the mourning was past, David sent and fetched her to his house. She became his wife and bare him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. A man after God's heart. And now he's living with what he did 
and in his heart. And now he lives with her, his wife, and they have a son. And David is living with himself. King David, the king of Israel, the one that stands before the people as the leader of Israel before God, the one who worships God, has this in his heart. And now in chapter 12 of Second Samuel 12, and the Lord sent Nathan unto David, Nathan the prophet. The prophet spoke for God. And he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceedingly many flocks and herds. But the poor man had nothing save one little ooh lamb which he had bought and nourished up and it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. There came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the warfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die, and he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. No pity. No compassion. That's what pity is. Compassion. No mercy. And David says the judgment of God should come on this man. Then Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. David was holding this whole plan in his heart. He was carrying this darkness, this sin in his heart. He was in denial. Hiding this in his heart. Until God had to send a prophet. And say, David, I saw what you did. You cannot hide your sin from me. You are the man, David. You are the man that did this. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel. I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. 
And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword and hast taken his wife to be thy wife and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore... The sword shall never depart from thy house, because thou hast despised me, and hast taken the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, to be thy wife. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thy own house, and I will take thy wives before thy eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. How be it because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. The child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David. And it was very sick. David therefore besought God for the child. And David fasted and went in and lay all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house arose and went to him. To raise him up from the earth, but he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. It came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead, Therefore David said unto his servant, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth, washed and anointed himself, changed his apparel, came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. Then said his servants unto him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. He said, While the child 
Was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who can tell whether God will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I? Hang on, folks. I hit the wrong button. Let's get Brother Joseph back. So I start over now, right? Yes, sir. You pick up at any point you want. That's where we hit. All right. When, but when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed, and anointed himself and changed his apparel, came into the house of the Lord and and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. Then said he his servants unto him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast, weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, Who can tell whether God will be gracious to me, that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him but he shall not return to me. David comforted Mathsheba, his wife. And then we see in Psalm 51, the prayer of David. Let's go there, Psalm 51, when David is known to have a heart after God. You see here, he gets himself right with with God where we should all do, not only uh, once in a while, but really the Bible says every day. Every day it says, is a scripture that says that we're to check ourselves that we're in the faith and, uh, and not to live like this, like David did, and keep this sin in his heart that God had to send the prophet to get it out of him and bring him to this point. And then he, he brought judgment upon himself. So there's a lot of lessons here. And you can see the cost of sin. You can see Uriah never finished his life and what he could have done with his wife. The children he could have had after he came home from battle. The life he could have had that was snuffed out. Bathsheba became the king's wife, and then she was married, and then she uh, lost her first husband, and David uh, had his had his servant Uriah killed. So David committed murder, and uh, he loved God with all his heart. The Bible teaches, but yet. He did these very dark sins. Uh, Lust started it. When he looked upon a beautiful woman, he should not have been in that place. He should have been in battle. And uh, the enemy got in, and he got in with his own uh, flesh, they call it, his own lust in his mind and his heart, and... uh, And he committed the sin. 
and uh, then he he lied, and he never uh, got this went to God, but God had to send the prophet to him, and confront him, and confront him for his sin. So now we look at Psalm fifty one, and this is a cleansing that David is going to the Lord, and. Uh, all of you out there that can relate to this, let God minister to you tonight. And uh, this is a time of repentance. Uh, if you have sin in your heart, God desires that you have a clean heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So tonight we see here in Psalm 51, David cries out, to the Lord, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. David is so broken. He's so broken that he needs tender mercies. Tender mercies. He's so broken by his sin and what he did that he needs the tender mercy of the Lord. He needs the Lord's loving kindness. And we see that this is the character of God when we truly go before him with a broken heart and our sins. This is God's heart towards us. Those that turn from, from their sin, those that go and admit their guilt, this is how God ministers to us. Because all have sinned, come short of the glory. And uh, we know here that David was serving God as king, and yet he committed these terrible acts. And uh, not just because he was king, but because he had a relationship with the living God. And this hurt the Lord, and it hurt him much. And uh, he wants to get right because he hurt his God, and he's hurting inside. Wash me thoroughly from my sin, my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions. My sin is ever before me. I acknowledge my trans my sin. He didn't blame it on anybody. My sin. I acknowledge it, Lord. My sin. Against thee, thee only have I sinned. And done this evil in thy sight that thy mayest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. So David came under the judgment of God, and uh, David says, Lord, you are right, you are just, and I receive what you're uh, doing in my life. And then he goes back, and he says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, 
and in sin did my mother conceive me. In other words, he's got the sins, the generational sins that is talked about in the Old Testament on how when Moses cried out for the presence of God and he said, I want to see your glory, the Lord said, I will show you my back parts. And uh, in the back parts of God are mercy. Mercy. And uh, behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts. So he's saying, I have an evil heart. I want, I want truth in my heart. And I want to obey the truth in my heart. I want a new heart. I want you to change me, O Lord, because my sin is ever before me. I believe that's the mind. The mind, the mind of what he did. The acts on what he did are in his mind. The memories are burning in his mind. And he has no peace. And he has no rest. And he's under guilt and conviction of the Holy Spirit. In the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. You know what I believe that wisdom is? Obedience. Obedience to do what's right. The grace of God to do what's right. Instead of yielding to our old nature, our sin nature. But to say no to our flesh. And ask for God's help. Ask for his mercy at those trials and times of temptation. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. A broken man, a broken man, by what he did to himself, the acts that he did to himself, purge me, I can't, I can't smile. I have no joy. My joy has been taken away from my sin. My sin has taken away my joy and gladness. I'm not right with you, Lord. Because I'm not right with you, how can I have joy? How can I have gladness when I'm not right with you in my heart? That was the most important thing to David. A man after God's heart. And he's crying out to God in his prayer that that's what I need. I need, I repent. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I need you to change me. Change me. I'm broken. Hide thy face from my sins. Blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. A right spirit. Right attitude. 
a right spirit. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. His presence. That was the most important thing to David. Was his presence. And he got away from his presence. He let the presence of darkness in his heart. Cast me not away. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with thy free spirit. I'm not free because I'm in chains and bondage to this sin. The sin of salvation. That I sinned against my salvation. Restore the joy. And make me free again, O Lord. Make me free in you. That I might fly again, Lord. That I might stand strong with you. In righteousness. Because of your righteousness. And your forgiveness. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways. And sinners shall be converted unto thee. I will tell them, Lord, I will tell them what I did. And tonight I pray that many sinners are hearing this word. And because of David, that they will come to know Jesus tonight. Because of David's repentance and getting right getting right with God and respecting God that many tonight that are out there that have a problem with women, lust, adultery God can set you free God can change your heart you can be saved and you can serve God as you come and get right with God. God will do it. He did it for David. Deliver me from blood guiltness. See? I'm guilty. I, I had this man killed. I had this man killed. And not only that. But the others that died around him on the battlefield and the baby that died never had the opportunity to live its life because of my sin. My sin. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. And my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. My tongue shall sing aloud. As David, you know, the Psalms were written and they would sing the Psalms. They would sing them. I can see David singing to the Lord as he says this prayer unto God. 
because now he is being changed to right standing with God because of his taking responsibility for his sin and going before God and said, I have sinned. I'm wrong. I'm sorry what I did, Lord. I hurt you and a lot of people. And I made my enemies worse now against us and against Israel because of my sin. Open thy lips, Lord, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For I am desired not sacrifice, else would I give it. How many lambs has David given to the Lord? Thousands. Thousands of sin offerings David gave to the Lord. Thou delighted not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. Humility. God desires humility. A person that is broken and a contrite heart. God will not turn that person away. God knows that person is broken and they've been humbled by this by their own sin. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion the church. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then shall they offer these sacrifices upon the altar. I pray tonight that as we give the altar call now, that you would come and examine your heart with God tonight. It doesn't have to be just lust for women, but maybe you've committed the sin of murder. Maybe you're living in sin. Maybe you're away from God. You gave up on God because of what you've done. Like David, you ran away from God. You kept it in your heart. But now the Lord in his mercy has given you an opportunity to get blessed tonight, to get right with God and make things right with God. God can turn this around for your good. And you can help other people someday. Just like David said, I'll bring many people to you because I'll tell them what I did. And he did, and it was written in Psalm 51 tonight that he acknowledged his sin. A great king, the king of Israel, that walked down the streets and worshipped God with the presence of God in the ark. And the priests, he falls into 
sin. Deep sin. Deep sorrow. Deep judgment. All his life. This is the price of sin. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So as we come before the Lord tonight, we all examine our hearts. We ask the Holy Spirit to show us our hearts. Is there anything in my heart that's hurtful to thee, O Lord? Take it out. Psalm 139. He knows you. He created you. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be of a broken and contrite spirit so he can use you so you can bring many to the Lord. If any of you are backslidden tonight away from God, this is an opportunity to come back. If you have committed these sins of adultery, a murder, you know, you can commit murder by being angry at people. That's, that's committing murder, just being angry at them. The sin of murder and hate without having to take a gun and shoot them. Come Holy Spirit and help us tonight. And if any of you tonight do not know Jesus and you haven't come to him and received him and have salvation like David had, you can have it tonight. I'm going to say a prayer. It's going to be twofold prayer tonight. All of you that are away from God and you have backslidden, you were with the Lord, and you're backslidden, and you're in your sins. I pray, Father God, I pray for them tonight, that you draw them back to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. And they will get right with you, Lord, and they will acknowledge their sin before you. And that you will wipe that sin away, and you will cleanse them by your precious blood. Lord, the offering of Jesus Christ and him crucified the blood of Jesus. I pray for them tonight. I pray for those that have never received Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I pray for them tonight that I'm going to say the sinner's prayer right now, and they can say that after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that I am a sinner and I ask that you forgive me of all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I am sorry for my sins. I ask for mercy now and I believe that you died. I ask that you wash me by your blood and I believe you rose again from the dead. I stand before the living God tonight and I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my, in, in my heart that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, 
that Jesus Christ paid for all my sins. And I ask him right now to come into my heart and be my personal Lord and Savior. Get yourself a Bible. A good place to start is the book of John. Pray and ask God to lead you to a full gospel church so you have a pastor so you can learn the word of God and you have a church family as you grow with them that you will be blessed and they will help you and they will pray for you and they will help you to show you the way that you should go. We love you tonight, Joanne and I, as we pray and uh, wait on the Lord for these messages that he gives us, that we don't do this on our own. We are co-workers with him and Shannon Davis and all the people involved in this ministry. And we thank God for everybody tonight and all their help. And remember that salvation is the greatest gift. Jesus Christ is the greatest gift. It comes by grace and it comes by forgiveness, mercy, and love. That he loved you so much. That he loved the world so much that he gave his son. Tonight is the greatest night of your night life. As you've received Jesus, there'll never be another time like this in your life. And have a great Christian life. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe, Evangelist Joe Ferrara and Joanne. And uh, we love you. God bless you. And be blessed. Be blessed. Get right with God. Don't wait. Don't wait. Get right with God. This is the remedy. The Holy Spirit is emphasizing that. Get right with God. This is your time. You need to do that with the Lord. Don't let this stay. Don't let your heart get hard. And don't continue to practice this lifestyle. God gives you the grace and you can change. You can do it. God's power will change you. God can take the desire for any sin out of your heart. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My brother, powerful word tonight. And what would yes, you like sir. to title this for the archive today? David. A man after God's heart. I love it. A man after God's heart. My brother, we love you. Appreciate you. We'll see you again next Monday. Thank you very much. And I'm sorry about that uh, glitch on my part. We'll see you next time. That's all right. I love you, Shannon. Love you too. God bless you. Good to hear your voice. Likewise, my friend. Amen. Okay. Stand by. Coming up next, Doug Perry. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. 
Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. All right, praise the Lord. We're going to save this program, and coming up next, Doug Perry. Get ready for a refresh. Here we go. <laughs> 